When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Matt Dones and Myron Metcalf filling in. We're normally your countdown to kickoff host on Sunday mornings. And that's exactly right. We come in every Sunday morning and now here Monday afternoon. I'm a little offended at the intro there because Kimberly Martin, while she is a sneakerhead, there's another sneakerhead on the ESPN radio and you're talking to him right here. Oh. And I feel like I should have gotten brought up in the conversation, Byron. I'm not going to lie. That's, I'm a little offended, yeah. but I'll let it go this time. I thought you were going to say me, you know, because I've been getting into it like the last six months. Well, yeah, you bought – you have two pairs of shoes. You, <laughs> well, I, I don't know that I, I would call you – More than two pairs of shoes, man. I'm not sure I could call you a sneakerhead when you considered your first sneaker pair to be a Steph Curry. When you were considering Stop. buying the Steph Currys <laughs> as your first pair, that made me think maybe not a sneakerhead. How do you get into it, right? Do you just go right to Jordans or do you move your way up? That's what I thought. You, in my you... opinion, this is my view for everybody out there. To the real, like, big-time, cool sneakerheads, they're yeah. kind of like Jordans. They're, they're a little passe. But you can never go wrong with Jordans. If okay. you're wearing J's, you're never, no one's ever going to mock you for it. So in my opinion, Myron, you do that, and you're always safe. When you go off that, that place now and you go to other things, then you got to be a little more careful. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm at the point where I want some comfort too, and those Steph Curry's felt comfortable. See, the on moment my foot. the moment you say though, I want comfort, you're not a sneakerhead. Like when you when you're sitting there talking about like whether or not your Doctor Scholes will fit in the <laughs> no. shoes, Myron. I don't think that makes you a sneakerhead. No. I just want to feel good as I'm walking. John Morant, by the way, he debuted his new shoes. Yeah, the Jaw ones yesterday. I thought those looked really cool. He, first time they've ever been out. They were cool. They were cool. Not you as cool the right as colors. Not as cool as Aaron Gordon's dunk, My though. What goodness. about that? Is that one of the best dunks you've seen? My goodness, man. To, to be able to do that and then the charge, too. Like, I'm glad they, they wiped that out. But that was a dangerous play, man. Like, we got to get rid of guys trying to take a charge in that moment. Like, Aaron Gordon could have got hurt in that moment. So, that was a spectacular play. You know, play, they've man. now started doing fouls for technicals. I would be for – or, excuse me, fouls for flopping. Yeah. I would be for giving a technical if you ever try to take a charge. I think taking yes. charges is the worst thing that's happened. In college basketball, it's an epidemic of awful. At yeah. least in the NBA, they don't give it a lot. Well, the biggest news in sports is not the John Morant shoe. Nathaniel Hackett, Denver's head coach, or at least used to be his head coach, was fired today from by the Broncos. And it was probably in part because of how embarrassing it was yesterday as they got blown out by the Rams. Nickelodeon was even there, yeah. and, and they got absolutely destroyed with the whole country watching. And Hackett even said in his press conference yesterday his team was not ready to play. I think that they're upset for all the losing. We all are. 
Oh, every one of us is, it's unacceptable. That's not what we're about. That's not what we want to do. We went in with this a mindset that we were going to be able to win this game, but in the end, we weren't ready. We didn't do the things that we were looking to do. And uh, in that case, uh, it, it wasn't good enough. And those guys know that. They know it's all of us. So when you saw that this decision was made, do you think it was the right one, Myron, to get rid of Hackett at this point? Yeah. I mean, you got to fire him. Uh, I mean, we knew from early in the season when he, he had to hire a coach to, to help him coach. That was always a, a bad sign. You side. really hated that. You really hated hiring well, a coach to help you coach. If I go to a job and after the first week my boss is like, hey, I'm bringing in a boss to help me be your boss, I'm going to feel like the company's going to go bankrupt at some point, right? So yeah. it was already a bad sign. And then it almost seemed like there was a point, Matt, where he was just sort of accepting how terrible this was. Like they would go to him on the sideline and he just had the look of a defeated human being. And you just knew it was only a matter of time, man. Yeah, he did. And I, I, one thing I never understand, though, is the mindset of firing a coach with, like, two games left. Yeah. You know, it's one thing if you do it halfway through the season or even like the Colts did where they tried to, with six weeks left, throw in to maybe get something from Jeff Saturday. Carolina kind of turned their season around by doing it. But I don't really understand, Myron, the idea of doing it with two games left. It's like we can't even tolerate you for two more weeks. Do you find that strange at all? I, I think it was maybe more strange in a different era, but I think now you can get to some of these coordinators during the playoffs. And I think that's probably part of it is you want to be first, make sure, make sure people know, you know. And then here's the other thing. The X factor in all this is Sean Payton. Sean Payton's putting together a staff according to Adam Schefter. And I think a lot of these teams, if they feel like they can get him, are willing he's to do whatever he's not going to go to Denver, is he? I mean, I if you're know. Sean Payton and you can go anywhere, are you going to go play or go coach with Russell Wilson, what you've seen the last few weeks? I, I, I don't know where you're going to go, but I think that's obviously going to be one of the available, one of the options to him. Do you want to go to Arizona? Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, I would sit there and I would want to see what's out there because I think so much of it's going to be tied into the quarterback. If I'm yeah. Sean Payton, I either want to go to a place where I get to work with a new quarterback, one of the three or four guys in the draft, or a quarterback that I think can win like Kyler Murray. I can't think of a scenario where I'd want to go to a team that is stuck with a quarterback that looks like he ages by the day exponentially yeah. <laughs> yes. and then think that I'm going to have to go work with him. I just don't know that I would want to do that if I'm Sean Payton. No, that's fair. Russell Wilson, I, I, it's it feels like it's over, right? And I don't know if it's over for him to be a, a respectable quarterback. His prime is certainly over. And I think if we're going to talk about Nathaniel Hackett, and by the way, if you get fired before the end of your first season as a head coach, I'm calling you Nate. Like, you're not earning Nathaniel from me. Like, so you're Nate Hackett to me. Wait a minute, you, you, don't, you don't get to be your full name if no. you get fired? You can't no. be Nathaniel? N Nathaniel finishes the season. Nate gets fired with two games left, right? Can I tell you a quick story about the name Nathaniel? Yeah. When I was growing up, there were two twins in my school. And their parents named them Nathan and Nathaniel. And those were the two <laughs> names. <laughs> At Middlesbrough High School, there was a Nathan and a Nathaniel. And I always liked that. He didn't pronounce it Nathaniel. It was Nathaniel. <laughs> I like the idea of having two twins and you just name them a derivative of the same name. But finish your book. <laughs> Man, you could have got a little more creative, I think, with that. But, yeah, <laughs> Nate Hackett. But the problem with Nate, to me, is I think a lot of coaches would have been fired in that situation like how do you stop this Russell Wilson train from going off the tracks which is exactly what it did if he's going to be that terrible 
who could have come in and helped this team uh, avoid what we're seeing now with the Denver Broncos? That's I'm my not sure, challenge. But, but, but what are they going to do next year? I mean, is They're there stuck. any – Let me ask you a question. Is there any team in the NFL going into next season that's more hopeless? Like I was reading nope. on ESPN, they were recently doing – I can't remember the writer is, and I'm sorry, but they were talking about the NHL, and I'm a Carolina Hurricanes fan, and they said that they did a thing of which team would you like to be in three years, like which yeah. franchise, and they put Carolina Hurricanes number one because they're good and they're young. If you were to do that with the NFL and say who would you like to be next year or in two years, is it Denver the very bottom of the list? They are. I mean, because right now, I think the dead cap hit on Russell Wilson this year is like $122 million, and it's like $107 million next year. Like, there's just no way you're going to move him. There's no way you're going to get rid of him. Like, you, you can fire everybody else, but Russell Wilson's going to be there. I mean, it's like having one of those old timeshares that you just can't get rid of. Like, that to me is a situation. Sounds like to me you speak from experience. Did you <laughs> buy a timeshare? No, but it Let's feels be honest. like that. You bought a timeshare in Myrtle Beach, no. and then you went and you decided you didn't want it anymore, right? No, this is like a timeshare somewhere in Texas or something, though. It's not even on the beach. And oh, you got, the you bought a timeshare in El Paso. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what Russell Wilson is because I don't know how you're going to change this. Like everyone's saying, fine, bring in a new coach. What if it's just over for Russell Wilson? Like, what if the end of his prime has already happened Why and he's never going to be that? How could you say – explain to me how anyone could say anything except it's over. I mean, look, Russell Wilson's a huge dork, and I understand. And like, <laughs> Why him a dork? Well, he is a dork. I mean, come on. Mr. Uh, Mr. Un- what was it? Mr. He was cool a year ago, though. Wasn't no, he, he cool wasn't. A year ago? He was never cool. Let's just stop right there. He was never cool. Just because you're married to Sierra doesn't mean you're cool along with her. All right? He was never cool. He was he was quirky cool. He was for by Steph Curry shoes cool is yeah, what you were saying. He was, he was for, he had a stretch, man. Where, remember they were doing like that GQ interview in front of the fireplace. Like he had a cool listen, stretch, listen, man. Here's what he is. He was the quarterback that your mom would see a like feature on the Today Show and go, he seems like a nice young man. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're thinking. But anyway, <laughs> you got me off track. I don't even know where I was going. But But, but there's nothing we've seen from Russell Wilson. Nothing. To suggest he will be anything good again, right? Have you seen even one sign this year that the old Russell Wilson's still there? No, which which is why, to me, Nathaniel Hackett, I understand why you make the move. You're going to fire him. Makes sense. But who comes in here and changes this predicament? I don't know if he can. Like, you have a personnel problem yes, at do. the most important position on the field, and you can't touch him. What do you do with that? Who comes know. in and saves the day? I don't know. Now, speaking of Wilsons, Robert Sala just confirmed today that Mike White will be the starter on Sunday and Joe Flacco will be the backup. Zach Wilson will go from being starter last week to back to being inactive mm-hmm. again. So let me ask you this. Would you rather have next year Russell Wilson or Zach Wilson? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, definitely Russell Wilson. Or Mr. Uh, Wilson from Home Improvement. That's Which one would you probably rather Probably number three, man. Another Wilson in there somewhere, but like – uh, Russell Wilson, at least I know that there's been something there at some point. Yes. I just don't think Zach Wilson can play at this level. Like the the history, and I hate this, man. We always hype up non-Power 5 quarterbacks. And whenever you have the conversation, you question those dudes, people go, what about Big Ben? What, what about Josh Allen? Josh they Allen, bring up yeah. like three guys who are anomalies in the NFL. 
and they don't want to have the conversation. And then you see Zach Wilson, who didn't play against Power 5 competition, and he's struggling like so many other people like him. I think that's a factor in how we assess these guys. Zach Wilson could never make the leap to competing in this league. I just don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Josh Josh Allen, though, was a physical specimen, Different the dude. likes of which you don't see a lot. So yes. was Ben Roethlisberger, yes. actually. Even when Joe Flacco was successful, the dude's yeah. a huge guy. Yep. I never understood with Zach Wilson what it was I was supposed to like. He's not a physical specimen. He he had a, he had a good completion percentage, but again, playing at BYU, yeah. I never really understood it. But what I think is amazing about him is not that he has failed on the field. I mean, the reality is first-round quarterbacks, 50 to 60% of them fail every time. So him failing is not unique. What I can't believe is how quickly he's lost the locker room. I mean, when's the last time you can remember a quarterback who has had his teammates seem to dislike him more quickly than Zach Wilson? No, he he may have set the record. And then a couple weeks back, what ended him was when he said, hey, do you take any responsibility for one of these losses after the defense played so well? He said no. I mean, that was kind of the moment where if you had any faith in him and you were in that locker room, you said, "I'm, I'm done with this guy. You know what a lot of that buzz was. A, he was a combine guy. And let me tell you something what analysts love. They love a dude who looks great at the NFL combine. Like they love to look at that dude in a vacuum and go, wow. That's going to translate. We ignore years of film, years of footage that we've seen these guys actually compete in games. We go, look at what he did in three days in Indianapolis. The number two thing that got Zach Wilson up into that number two pick was he looks like Zach Morris. He looks like the kind of dude who should be a good quarterback. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And people get blinded so you, by that. And so you, know. you, you think he got the handsome curve. Oh, 100%. Hundred percent, he got. He has. He has the handsome privilege card. That oh, there's handsome in, privilege. Hundred percent. That fact is, he looks like he should be a great quarterback. Like it, it's all there, except he can't play the game. Are you, you know trying I mean? to argue that in sports, people who are handsome get more acceptance? Like I yes. would argue, my man Jimmy G. Is there a more handsome quarterback ever than Jimmy G? I mean, Jimmy G. Literally. I've told this before. My ex-girlfriend stopped what she was doing, came over when he was playing football, and said, I need to know who that person is. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So, but Jimmy G, I've often thought, is actually downgraded a little bit, and people actually are harder on him because he's handsome. Jimmy G has so much handsome privilege that the 49ers came out and said, we're done with you. And then he still managed to be the starter. Like, that's that's. But we on, want man. you to stay here like, because you're so pretty. <laughs> I'm sure that happens to him in relationships, too. Let's be honest, right? Get out of here. I want that's nothing right. to we do with you. We can't date anymore, but if you'd like to come over once a <laughs> yeah. week, I'd you be know, fine with it. I'm sure Jimmy G got a lot of those your Merry Christmas texts, right? Like, those dudes have certain opportunities that everyone else doesn't. That's Zach true. Wilson's in that, in that boat, too. Like, he looks like the movie star quarterback in the Disney movie, right? Except yeah. there's one challenge he's terrible right he and if you could get over that he'd have it all which gets me to this question and we were going to kind of use this throughout the day if you've ever if you've never heard myron and i host a show we like to sort of talk about something and have it go through the day and then take your calls because it's it's a fun time 888-SAY-ESPN if you're a broncos or a jets fan today is of course the day after christmas a lot of you got presents you did not want and you're trying to take them back maybe it was it was clothes that don't fit it was technology that was old. Maybe, you know, like Myron thought, Steph Curry's were nice shoes to buy people. <laughs> and you want to take them back. So here's my question as a sports fan. 
Who is someone that you, on the team you're a fan of, that you would like to return? If you're a Broncos fan, I'm sure you'd love to change Russell Wilson, take him and do an exchange. If you're the Jets, wouldn't you love to take back Zach Wilson and take Justin Fields right now? Wouldn't you prefer that? Who are the, the players on the sport you love that you would exchange? Myron, for a team that you follow or a team that you know, is there someone that you would like to exchange right now? Oh, I, would, I think the Packers should give Jordan Love back, you know? I mean. You, do you not think – you don't give him any chance that, of having success? Um, no. I, I mean, who? when's the last time someone said something that convinced you that he's done something? To, to be a future NFL I feel star. like it's people are hard on him. He had the one game where he had to fill in, and they were playing the Chiefs, who were coming off a Super Bowl. Like, don't you feel like that's a hard spot for the one time we're going to judge him? I think, I think like, you know, sometimes we want these feel-good stories in the NFL, and the NFL's cutthroat. Nathaniel Hackett coached, like, 14 games, right? And they were like, it's been nice knowing you. This Get league is cutthroat, man. I don't need a feel-good story. I need someone who's going to be able to play at this level. And we're three years in, and there's no proof that Jordan Love can actually do that. Yeah. All right. Well, 888-SAY-ESPN. Who is the person that you would say, you know what? I appreciate the gift, but I would be willing right now to make an exchange. I'm a Reds fan. Yeah, we did. We did this with Mike Moustakas, you know, mm. Moose. Yeah, I could tell as soon as I saw him, <laughs> you know, you talk about the handsome privilege. I'm going to do the if your uniform doesn't fit privilege. <laughs> when Mike Moustakas came out and his pants would not stay up. Yeah, I remember thinking this is not going to work in Cincinnati. It's a bad sign. It is a bad sign. And so they just literally, I don't know what in baseball when they designate you for assignment. I don't even know what that means, but they did it, which means he'll never play there anymore. Mike Moustakis was my admirer, and let's go ahead and and we'll exchange him for something else. Whenever you see a dude who can't keep his his pants on, like that's always just a sign. Like I almost think that there's more to it than just this baseball, like – what does this house look like? Like what? Like he's yes. Craig got a messy car. You know, the only thing that you can have pants that don't stay up and be successful at is being a plumber. At that point, I want my True. plumber to, to yeah. not have pants well, that fit. And a '90s rapper too. I mean, that was kind of a thing there too. Like a '90s <laughs> rapper, the fan, the pants couldn't fit if you wanted to be I a understand. star. Josh is in Texas. He has something to say about handsomeness. Josh, go ahead. Guys, love the show. Hey, Jimmy G has so much handsome privilege that he could film star and still be the starting quarterback of the 49ers. <laughs> and everybody just gives him all kinds of props because he's so handsome. He gets away with it. You know, I think you I think he faded out at the Did perfect moment. Did we have moment. to bleep him? Is that I don't know bleeping? if he got bleeped or if just society bleeped him <laughs> because I do I didn't hear what what did you say? I think he got he bleeped. bleeped himself. Well, thank okay. you. I'm glad he bleeped himself yeah. because I don't – I understand where you're getting at, Josh, yes. in Texas, but there are words we cannot uh, say. Yes. You can be a part of Canty and Carlin Nation <laughs> of the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. I'm actually drinking a Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar right now. As far as zeros go – Dr. Pepper uh, may be the best one. We will deal with more of this. People that you would return as a fan, if you could, 
and more. This is Canteen Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Oh, by the way, this is how excited I was. How attractive is the Broncos' job for this next coach? Well, also, it'll be attractive because maybe next year they can get to the wild card. And you know what? The wild card weekend is happening this weekend. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today, get started with $150 in bonus bets. I've been trying to teach Myron how to bet. (laughs) This would be a good way to do. You can place your first $5 bet right there at FanDuel. Just sign up with the promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Matt Jones and Myron Metcalf. We, of course, asked you, 888-SAY-ESPN, what are the Christmas gifts your team has been given that you would like to return, a la Zach Wilson or Russell Wilson? We'll get to that. And we're also presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits, well, then go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Bundle today at progressive.com. Now the Broncos have named interim coach Jer- interim coach Jerry Rossberg and if you as the new head coach for the last couple of games of the season, you may remember that was who Nate Hackett, according to Myron, not Nathaniel, hired during the season 
to aid him in clock management strategy. So, Myron, the person they hired to help coach the head coach is now himself the head coach. Assistant to the regional manager, right? One of those. He things. became the regional manager, which was a great day for Dwight Schrute. Mike Tannenbaum is ESPN's NFL front office insider, and he joins us. So I'm going to ask you, I assume he will not keep the job at the end of the year, so the Broncos will be going for a head coach. Considering what Russell Wilson's contract is in that situation, is that an attractive job? Well, if you feel like you can make him a successful quarterback again, then clearly that's the job description. He'll be there for the next two years because of cap purposes. So um, someone's going to look at him and say, hey, he was a good quarterback in Denver, and we could get that back out of him. Mike, let's say if you're the Broncos, you're going, this just isn't going to work with Russell Wilson. Obviously, you got to find a head coach, but a head coach can't succeed without a decent quarterback. What's the likelihood or, or, or sort of the, the potential if they wanted to get rid of Russell Wilson? What would that demand? Well, to get rid of Russell Wilson, it's just, in my opinion, it's just prohibitive from a cap standpoint, not only is his money guaranteed, but you're talking about a massive amount of salary cap um, ramification from the signing bonus that's been paid accelerating in. So that's why I think he has to be on your roster for a minimum of two years. I think the analysis is, okay, let's keep him. Let's try to build up the offensive line around him, and that will give us at least the best chance short term. We have three openings already in the league. How many more do you expect uh, to come open at when the season ends in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, you know, usually the number comes in at six to eight. So, you know, we have three, you know, a handful more. You always look at, you know, which teams aren't finishing well. And, you know, right now that's Houston. You know, that's another first time. Obviously, Bobby Smith's been a head coach before, but he's in year one. And then, you know, there's always a handful of surprises a year ago with Sean Payton. So, um, I think we'll see at least, you know, probably three to five more. I'm curious when you look at the Jets and what their situation is with Mike White, Zach Wilson, who will be the quarterback next season? And, you know, how do they treat this offseason trying to find that person? Yeah, maybe that, that stars down the roster. Maybe it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, there's many others. Daniel Jones will be a free agent. You know, unusual to see a giant quarterback become a Jet quarterback. Um, it's hard to think that it's going to be Zach Wilson. So maybe it's Mike White and there's competition. But if I'm the Jets guys, I got to scour. I got to make sure that I'm looking at every you know, potential opportunity to get another quarterback. I know it's very early to talk draft, but most people, the draft folks, seem to suggest there are three quarterbacks that are kind of going to be ahead of the rest of the group CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and Will Levis. And then you look at the top of the draft, and some of the worst teams traded away their first pick. Obviously, the Broncos will go to Seattle. The Rams will go to the Lions. Do you, get, If you're the Bears or you're one of these teams that maybe doesn't need a quarterback and you have that first or second pick, do you think they're going to be in a great spot not needing a quarterback and having that pick? Or, you know, how do you think that will play out for a team like the Bears who looks like they'll get the first or second pick? If I'm the Bears, I think uh, offensive or defensive linemen, they, they really need help on both sides of the ball. Look, Justin Fields shows a lot of reasons to be encouraged. Certainly has the ability to be a great quarterback, but um, they really need help. So, you know, you could be talking about guys like Jalen Carter, for example, from Georgia. Um, you could look at a couple of different offensive linemen, but if I'm the Bears, I have so many holes that uh, I need to take use that pick and um, – 
or maybe trade back a little bit and just try to acquire as many picks as possible because you need so much help. Mike, it feels like Sean Payton is going to have his pick uh, of these openings. At the same time, he feels like the kind of guy where if there were a team even on the fence about their coach and Sean Payton expressed interest, they might be willing to make a move. Is there a team out there that maybe you go, eh, they probably won't fire their head coach, but if Sean Payton is really interested, they might consider it? Yeah, I think it's all about the quarterback discussion. So another team could be a team like Arizona where um, – you know, they could be on the precipice of maybe making a change with Cliff Kingsbury. If they think, you know, Sean Payne can get the most out of Kyler Murray, who may not be ready for the start of the season, given the fact that he still hasn't had surgery on his ACL, that um, absolutely Sean Payne's going to impact all these discussions about uh, potential openings. And, you know, any place there's quarterback uncertainty, Sean Payne may make a lot of sense. Talking to Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. We'll let you go with this. Our topic today it's the day after Christmas. You exchange, make returns. Was there any pick or trade you did that soon thereafter you were like, ah, I wish I could have made a return on that one? Well, if we have an ESPN New York Jet edition, we could talk about Bart Scott, Damian Woody, Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow. So there's a whole host of them that we could be discussing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The T- Tebow one, why not? I think that one, that one was at least entertaining. Mike, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Happy holidays. Thank you. H- happy Thanks, holidays man. there. It's interesting to hear him say, like, you know, I, I do think the Bears will sit there in such a perfect spot yeah. with three quarterbacks at the top of the draft, probably nine or ten teams that want a quarterback, and you don't need one. What a perfect place to be if you're Chicago, right? It's an incredible place to be because you know everyone's going to call. You might have a chance to get a veteran and another really high draft pick. I also think how we view these quarterbacks will matter. If one of those guys separates himself, if Will Levis or C.J. Stroud, if those guys become like the definite number one, and everyone else is a distant two or three, that's going to matter a lot, too, in terms of that value. It's going to be interesting because, again, a lot of this can change. Sometimes guys take a big a big jump up. But it, it looks like you've got these three guys at the top. Then, depending on what people think of Anthony Richardson, he sits mm-hmm. there sort of fourth, and for some people, he might be close to that group. For some of them, he's not. And then I feel like, Myron, there's a big drop. Yeah. So if you have six or eight teams that need a quarterback – and only three, maybe four, that sort of have that first-round grade. I just think if you're sitting up there and you don't need one, if you're Detroit or if you're Chicago, you just have the opportunity to, get to like, play all these teams against each other and really load up. Yeah, you're in a good spot going into the draft for sure. Yeah, now it's your turn to weigh in on the Dr. Pepper calling line. What player for your fan base would you like to return? Myron wants to return Jordan Love. I know not a lot of people would have thought of Mike Moustakis, but I'm going to put him in there. We will take yours. That's next here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Right, those smooth sounds mean it's Candy Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Matt Jones, Meyer, Metcalf. It's the day after Christmas. I used to have a buddy who ran a footlocker, Myron, and yeah. he hated this day more than any day of the year because he said all these snotty-nosed kids would come in because their parents <laughs> didn't know their feet had grown since the year before, and he'd have to sit there and exchange the shoes, and he hated it. And now the question here for us is, if you had to exchange someone from the team that you love for a different – basically exchange a gift, a trade yeah. or a draft pick for something else, what would you do? Myron, have you ever had to exchange something in your life? Did you ever get a present you didn't like or didn't oh, yeah. fit you? Like yeah, and, I, and I'll exchange anything from anyone, by parents, <laughs> partners. Really? Oh, you yeah, will. it doesn't matter. If, I, it's, if you give me the gift – it's up to me to decide if I like the gift enough to keep it. Really? So do you tell the people you exchanged it or you just hope they don't know? No, you hope they don't know. I mean, I don't think you may, you don't hurt their feelings, but, but don't tell, if you give me a gift, it's not up to you to decide if I exchange it or not. Really? No, see, it's see, not. It's not at all. See, see, if my mom gives me a gift, I can't exchange it. So she always does this. And I appreciate it. And I have to tell you, Myron, I don't think I would even want to exchange it. But she will get the New York Times. You know how the New York Times puts out the 10 best books of the year, right? So she'll get me as many of those as are at the local bookstore. That's nice. And then she'll say, if you want to exchange these, you can. And I always say no because I think it's very sweet that she does that. Yeah. But even if I did want to, I don't think I could because my mom had taken the time to go and do it. You're saying your mom could hand you a gift, you would throw it down and saying, I'm taking this back right now. Well, not in front of her. No, but even your mom said if you want to exchange it, you can. You're just not taking her up on the opportunity. But I wouldn't want to because she picked it with her heart, Myron. Doesn't that matter to you? I think my mom would give me a gift, gift because she wants me to be happy. So how can I – I want to be happy with whatever gift, you know, I have. And okay. if I have to exchange to get the happiness, I'll take it. All right. Well, Sal is in Atlanta. What would you like to exchange? What player from one of your teams? Hey, guys. So as a Showtime fan for a long time, I think it's pretty relevant to have a team out west uh, do well. AD's got to go back in the box, man. He's been yeah, injured. Wait a minute. Hang on just a second. You want to exchange Anthony Davis, but you can't exchange Anthony Davis now. He won you a title. You'd have to give back the title. Are you willing to give back the title to give back Anthony Davis? Yeah, during that COVID-shortened season and the craziness that ensued, I don't think too many people look at that and say, man, that was a great accomplishment. See, I think that's ridiculous. That team's going to be a whole lot better when he's not on there. You could have went out and got one of those. Right, well, hang on, brothers. Sal. Myron, think, why do you think Sal's Listen, being ridiculous? The, the NBA played 50 games in the 98-99 season when Tim Duncan won his first championship, and no one takes that away from him. Like, come on. Like, everyone was under the same bubble. They played under the same circumstances, and the Lakers won. That's a legit title under the circumstances. Like, and nobody remembers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in 10 years, no, no one's, nobody's going to – they're not going to look at the Lakers and say, well, they have – I don't know how many titles they have. You know, 10, but one of them doesn't count. Like, everybody, they're going to forget it. But to me, when you make a trade, 
if you win a title, then yeah. the trade was a good trade, Myron. Even 100%. if after that they stink, you got the title. That's the whole point, right? Matthew Stafford. Rams will do that 100 times again. You know, That's no right. No matter what happens going forward. Mike is also in Atlanta where apparently people are disgruntled. Mike, what would you like to trade? First of all, you know, I'm sound like Mike from Atlanta, the Georgia Bulldog fan that came up there. Punch Kentucky in their face again. But what I want. Let me hang on I just a second. Hang on, Mike. Paul, put him on hold for a second. This is not call in and just <laughs> yell at Matt because of what Kentucky did. The Georgia Bulldogs are a fine team, but I don't need to listen to your mouth, Mike, talking about if you want, we play you in basketball a couple weeks, you'll be lucky to win six games this year. So watch <laughs> it. Now go ahead. Oh, you know what? We ain't a basketball school, baby. I know. You're, you're not. What That's we are true. In the next couple of weeks. You hired Tom Green, for goodness sake. take Kyle Pitts <laughs> back and get Michael Parsons or Justin Fields. Anybody except, <laughs> man. Yeah, the Kyle Pitts, I mean, to be fair, Mike, I'm with you, fan. except for your stupid comment about Kentucky. I'm with him. Because I, you, you looked at Kyle Pitts, you said that's a no-brainer, but Micah Parsons is a once-in-a-generation player. Yeah, Michael Parsons is special. I mean, they don't throw to Kyle Pitts enough, but that hasn't worked out the way maybe people anticipated. But Michael Parsons looks like a future Hall of Famer. He's not a future Hall of Famer on Twitter, uh, but he's a future <laughs> Hall of Famer on the field. <laughs> Can I just say, why do people feel like they have to call in and just say, my football team beat your football team? Like, My- Myron, that's not what this is about. The topic is very specific, and he's sitting here talking trash about a college football game two months ago. Yeah, but I feel like that's Georgia football fans. Like, I, I think, like, they're just always ready. You know why they're why mad? They're Here's why Georgia football fans are mad. If you ask the average fan, what are the best programs in college football? They're going to say Alabama, Ohio State. They don't mention Georgia, even though Georgia won the title last year and may win it this year. I think that hurts them, Myron. They don't like that. Yeah, I mean, Stetson Bennett can never win the Heisman Trophy, no matter what he does. It's amazing. He'll be a great car salesman. Now, you can keep the calls coming. Plus, one team can shake up the entire NFL draft if they get the first pick. We'll deal with that and your calls on what you return. That's next here on ESPN Radio. and Carlin weekdays on ESPN radio and on ESPN plus Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting technology, marketing, and creative legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.